ladies and gentlemen, and however you choose to identify yourself, welcome back to the Black Floyd Show. You know welcome what I'm saying? To the Black Floyd Show. What's happening? Uh, it's your main man. Uh, I can't even be funny and say it's your main man, DJ Floyd, on the ones and twos, because your actual name is. D- I, I can't even be funny no more with, with that. That used to be my shit. Like, I used to, oh, this is so weird. Like, when girls wouldn't answer the phone for me, I'd leave a voicemail with some music in the background saying, yeah, this your main man, DJ Floyd, and the ones and twos. Can't even do that no more now, because your name is DJ. So weird. No, it's not. It was funny. They would always text me, like, oh, my gosh, you funny. For real, no bullshit. This one girl said, I ain't pick up on purpose just to see what you would do. Wow, I could, <laughs> it could have been something important. But all right, it's all good. Oh, my God. Hey, man, you know me, man. I like to have fun. You're welcome. It's episode, what, 20? 20. This is our 20th episode, yes. That's nice. 20th episode, man. We here in the uh, in the flesh, nitty and gritty. God damn, it's cold as shit outside. Nigga, it's October, and it's already in the 30s. Whew, it's going to be a cold winter. What was that question we was talking about earlier? Who got more bodies between... Oh, kill count? Yeah. Uh, So, earlier off mic... Which is like what five minutes ago? Yeah. We was talking about who had a higher kill count between who Mad Max and, and Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Does Michael Myers have a lot of bodies? I'm nah, that nigga been killing since the seventies. So according to research, Michael Myers has hundred and twenty one bodies. In total. In total. Hmm. Um Damn. Somebody compared him to Mad Max. Which, from Shatas. We um, we really couldn't recall what number he left. Uh, but I know it was upwards of 130. It was it It's upwards of 130. I don't believe it's 138. That's my guess. I think so. I think it's upwards of 130. But I also mentioned John Wick, which we've discovered has well over. This nigga John Wick got <laughs> bodies, nigga. Like... 77 in the first movie. This nigga got selling pussy bodies. Like, that's how many bodies he got. <laughs> like, God damn. Yes. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge John Wick fan. But I was under the assumption this nigga had under 100 bodies. Which I was crazy sad, to me. I was sadly mistaken. He was at what? 306? 306. Bro, 90% of those was headshots. What's 90% of 306? Those are headshots. With pistols. Forget the fuck. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, Bro, there's no fucking preferred way. preferred pistols over anything else. That's John Wick. Well, look. Well, look. I can't lie. After um, coming from the line of work that I was in before I started to, you know, pursue my hopes and dreams and bullshit, I can't say I would much rather carry pistols than... Uh, automatic weapons any day. Well, automatic rifles any day. Um, that's just me personally. Um, especially if I gotta go on like a killing spree, or if I'm in a situation where I have to protect myself at all times. Um, yeah, I'm definitely well a Glock, but we get Glocks. But I'm definitely a, a handheld guns guy. I'm definitely a pistol guy all day, every day. I feel you all day, every day. Um, not really with shotguns. Um. I mean, it's cool, but that shit you see in the movies is not real life. But those of you who have Sorry, never shot a shotgun, powerful guns. Look, if those of you who never shot a shotgun, Lord have mercy. Um, yeah. But I mean, ARs are cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
Man, the other day I was watching The Purge. Whichever that Purge movie was where they was in the hood with it. And there was a scene where they was going to like rescue those people at that little shelter or whatnot. And it was a dude who was fighting people off and he had a Draco in each hand shooting Dracos like it was a Glock. Like, come on, fam. Nah, like, that should be fucking me up too when like, you're watching something and somebody just like effortlessly shoots a desert eagle. Like, come on. Or like, man. come on, fam. Like, like that's not even how it works, champion. <laughs> Have you ever shot a desert eagle? That's what I'm saying. Like, Bruh. I don't give a fuck how much grip you got, fam. Bruh. That's what I'm saying. That's a powerful-ass gun. Dogs. I've shot a Desert Eagle twice. I'll never do it again. I shouldn't have did it after the first time, but the second time, I was like, man, I ain't going to be no bitch. I got it. And that's like when you mentioned with the shoddy. Like, oh, That's not something you can just walk up and do. Like, I can't say this from personal experience. If you got a shit, don't shoot a shotgun. <laughs> like, if you got to go to the bathroom and go, you know what? Nah, let me go to the gun range. And finish out my little shit real quick. Then I use the bathroom. Nah, pimp, that ain't the way to go. I ain't saying I shit it on myself, but I'm saying just use the bathroom first. That's all I'm saying. That's it. It's just ooh. You feel that bitch in your stomach? Pause. Wow, that was a wild bar. I just said I didn't mean that. I, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. Because I, mean, I said you intestinal reference. So yeah, I mean that shit is true. That shit, that shit hurts. It hurts, bro. It's like you feel it right here, like right in this. Like, prime example, that scene that scene from the movie Ride Along with uh, Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. where Kevin Hart shot that damn shotgun, mm-hmm. and he flew back. I'm not saying this to that extent, but that's how it feels. No, but that whole imagery, that's how it feels. It does feel like that bitch puts you back a little bit. So that's how it feels. But, good there, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. I just wanted to. Oh, my God. The, the ye faithful? Yes. Alright. Yo, faithful man. Hey man, uh opening season was popped off last night, man. How you feel? I'm loving it, bro. My Celtics look good. Yeah, they do. You can even tell we just uh, missing Robert Williams. You can even tell your head coach was fucking white holes all off season. You can't even tell. Y'all ain't miss a beat. I was talking about that with my coworkers last night. Looking pretty good. And my one of my old head coworkers was like, Man, you just can't do that shit, man. Can't be knocking down the owner wife, man. I was like, Y'all don't know what position she put that man in. She could have been like, nigga, you gonna give me this dick? Or or X, Y, and Z. Yeah, it's over for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't gonna have no job. And then Nia Long is just in the middle of it. Yeah, you know what? Hey, let me. Let's, you know, let's, that, you brought up a good conversation. No, no, no. You brought up a good conversation. Sometimes as men, we have to fuck our way out of things. Sometimes. We do. I've been caught in a very uh, intimate position before where, you know, I didn't want to do it, but. You truly sometimes in life run into moments where. You got to fuck your way out of it. You may not want to do this shit. You don't. To your core. Yeah. But you have to fuck your way out of it. But shorty got the drop on you. Something. Something going on. She got access to something. Something. She over there like, look. If you don't give up that dick, I'm gonna tell everybody. And it's like, damn. Now you gotta do something about it. I don't know if she sounded like that. Nah, that's definitely how she sounded. Damn, I'm getting too that's personal. Scary as fuck, Jay. Hey man, I'm still here, ain't I? You know, sometimes you know you're presented with testing life where 
gotta get yourself up out that hole. You know what I'm saying? That's terrifying. Hey, man, not all of us live the same lives, you know? Sounds like you met a true criminal. Yes, I guess you can say that. Uh, if, if you have to put a label on it, I would say criminal, yes. Okay. That's not a bad That's not a bad uh, label for that, yeah. I'm just glad you're still here, man. So am I, because uh, I almost didn't make it out. I tried to fake a cramp. She wasn't buying it. Tried to fake, like... You know, I couldn't get it to work. She wasn't buying it. Um, they even tried crying. Still didn't work. They actually turned her on. So I was just, was, I was just. You was probably scared for your fucking. Life. I was terrified, bro. I was horrified. Those tears weren't made up. They weren't. I was. I just cried. I was like, look, man. Look, I don't know what else to do, man. Like, bro, I told you, I, just, I would just pay you. Is that cool? No, nah, I want dick. Come on, bro. Like, just take the money and go, bro. Like. Come on, bro. Like, do you know how, bro? If you, look, bro. I guarantee you, if you ask any woman, would you rather have? Would you rather take a thousand dollars or some dick that don't want to be given to you? You would think women would take the thousand dollars, right? You would think that. Hey, baby, look. I got a stack right here, right now. It's yours. Hide and ready. Just let me go, fam. Like, I get it. Like, we can work something out. Nah, fam. I'm gonna need that. No, you don't. You don't need it. That's what you don't understand. And that's the thing, bro. It's you just... Don't. There are toys in here. There are other men. You don't need me. But you can't tell them that. Cause when you can't tell them that. You can't tell them that. At you can't. All. But, I mean, those are one of those... the scariest um, part. Yeah, the scariest you part is you... don't know what the fuck she gonna do if you really give her a solid note. Yeah. Shit's scary as fuck. Scary as hell. Fuck your whole shit up. Your whole shit is just fucked up. You go home, your whole family laid out. Oh, no, I wouldn't say stand like that. Just, no, you know, that's just... the situation I've been in. Oh. Well, the situation I've been in is just... <laughs> I got taken advantage of. I'm not going to hold you. I got taken advantage you of... Like you ran into that one lady at the grocery store. Nah, I just... You... She dropped her fucking something, and you helped her out, and she just remembered you for the rest of her. I got taken advantage of because I have boyish cute charm, and I'm a gentleman, and I have manners. Boyish cute charm? Oh, so. Uh, But but you can only see it, though, when I got a fresh shape up. When I got a fresh shape up, my dimple hits in a different way. Like, the dimple in my cheek hits crazy with the fresh shape up. So if I got a fresh shape up and I tilt my head slightly to the right and I give you like that bottom, I give you that bottom smile that <laughs> crazy C- goes crazy. Women take advantage of that. Women take advantage of that, bro. When I just so tilt it's my you head. putting yourself in these situations. No, 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 no. What's something that I always say? You can't help who you attract. I always say that. You can't help who you attract. You can't help who catch feelings for you and how they catch feelings for you. All you can do is just continue to be yourself. I go out here every single day the way that I am. I can't help who I attract. But it just so happens those who I... Huh? (laughs) So you can't see it because I ain't got the shape up. You can't see it. Once I get get my beard lined up, bro, it, it hits different, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Lam, fam, let me tell you something, bro. I've been I've been blessed with this my whole life, bro. Like, I got a boyish cute charm. I do. I, I'm, I'm for real, bro. I do, bro. That's how I be getting the older women. 
That's how I be getting them. Like when you, matter of fact, before I came over here, bro, I was at the gas station. You know what I'm saying? This lady, like, I've noticed she was by herself, and I was like, "Excuse me, miss. You know, you mind if I pump your gas? Because I, I really don't feel comfortable with you pumping your own gas." And she was like, "Yes, that's cool. That is." I, she was like, "I really appreciate that." And I'm sitting there pumping her gas, and she looking at me, and she like, "You know, no one's really offered to do this before. Like, you one of them traditional style gentlemen." And I said, "Well, ma'am, I am only 29." And then I hit her with the, and then she just she just she was stuck. You had her girdle with. Oh, God, bro. She wasn't that old, bro. She had to be, like, late 30s. Like, late yeah, late 30s, early 40s. But, I mean, yeah, she slid me to, um, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> I tell you, you can't see it. You got to wait till I get the shape up. You got to wait, bro. One, matter of fact, I go to the barbershop tomorrow. Once I get this lined up, I'm going to come back. and I'm For, for the all, uh, because this is the audio-only part today. Yeah, this is the audio-only part today. Matter of fact, you know what? The name of the episode today is going to be Boyish Cute Charm. And I'm going to take a picture of myself and put it up. That's going to be. Oh, we, dude, you have to do that smile. <laughs> I'm going to do that. That's the, that's the vibe, bro. That's the vibe. But, um, but yeah, bro. But don't sit here and say that you ain't got like a go-to move or something that you use. Come on. We all do. Men and women, we all got I it. I honestly don't believe I have one of those, bro. You got one. It might not be a blatant one. I do yeah. is just shave my beard up and then. No, I don't. I mean, like a go-to move, like when you laying the mac down, like you know what I'm saying. Like, I have no game. Okay, you might not have a blatant move, like a move, like your move could be something to the nature of like, in the middle of a conversation, you'll just sit back and just let her do all the talking, and you just sit back mysteriously quiet, like just. I'm gonna do that anyway. So that could be your move. <laughs> that that could be your move. I, I, matter of fact, I could see you right now. You probably be like this in a cut. <laughs> Like just be chilling. What the fuck? Like, like that? Yeah. That's the creepiest fuck. Like, like why did you just chill? Why my lip hanging? No, that's how my. All right, bro. So, so now you playing with me now? See, now you playing with me. Now, now, now you playing. I thought you was doing the accurate face. Okay. Like this. One. Okay, okay. Hold on. Let me find. Let. Me. Is that better? No. That's creepier. What the fuck? It's not, bro. It's cr- okay. You know what? I, I said I made an assumption. I don't know what you do. Bro, when you move your room, shit, you know what you do? Like you said, I'm just being myself. You be chilling? Yeah, yeah bro. This, you know what I'm saying? That's how you got to get you get get down how you get down. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, everybody got to go to move. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Do what they do. Some girls may may go the ice spice route and just shake her ass just randomly. For no For no reason. Bro. It's like, hey, man, fam, I'm trying Literally to get. Literally for no fucking reason. Just, just start twerking. Just bust out a twerk. Like, or ask you in the middle of twerking. How was your day? Like, fam, I... I'm I'm good. I, I don't want. I came with, here to with your plate in the other hand. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like you being cold as fuck. Feet ashy. Just start start twerking. Just like, like, or some dudes. I remember uh, on a old episode we did how some dudes be trying to show off a little too much. Some dudes be trying to flex. That could be their go to. Just trying to flex. Which is highly unsuccessful. Like you in a room full of people, and bro, you scared and, of hoes. And nigga just go, God, hey, bro, you still got that 20 you owe me, bro? God damn, nigga. It's just 20 when you gonna pay me back. Like, shit like that. And you looking at this nigga like, really? Like, really, nigga? Like, come on, bro. Really? Like, you really finna do this? I mean, bro, if you if you need it, bro, you should have just said that, bro. Tell you, you cannot borrow, nigga. Like, so some niggas do that. Yeah. yeah. Happens, bro. Shit. It's evil world we live in, man. You it know? is. It really is. You know what I'm saying? what it is. But damn, bro, we got off topic and shit. Uh, NBA uh, opening night. Mm. Celtics look great. 
They do. They ain't miss a beat. Um, Marcus Smart finally decided to slow the fuck down and let the game come to him, which makes y'all a hell of a lot better. Uh, Jason Tatum still. So what? He still has his wild moments. I mean, that's gonna come. You know, that's that's just how he plays. But overall, he really slowed the fuck down. Um, Philly played exactly like how I thought it was gonna play. Uh, I figured James Harden was gonna be back. Yeah, Philly played exactly how I thought it was gonna play. Because that's just uh, who the fuck they are. Yeah. Like, they're going to do that all year long. That's just... I. So, that game didn't surprise me at all. Even the uh, Warriors-Lakers game. I was surprised at how well... The Lakers are fucking trash. No, 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 no. They're, they're not trash. trash. They're trash. I was surprised how... Westbrook out of there. He's no, Westbrook is not the problem. He's unhappy. Bro, the three of them played great together Bro. last night. The issue is, is they have no role players. That's the issue. That's what comes with playing with LeBron. Westbrook gave you 19 and 11. Bron gave you 34 and, what, 14. And uh, AD gave you, what, 27 and 7, I think. The role players gave you shit. But they only lost by 12. So if your role players are typically role players, you win that game by three. Yeah, they lost by 12. It should have been more. Should have been, but your big three showed up. If if, 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 um, Russ doesn't show up the way he did, Russ had 19, bro, and was 7 or 12 from the field. If Russ don't show up the way he did, they get blown out. Okay, now that shocked the shit out of me. 7 for 12. Bro, they, the big, those, that big three, they look good together. They just don't have no role players to compliment them now. They look good last night. I mean, Russ had some some goofy moments here and there, airballing a couple threes and shit. But overall, looking at the flow of the game, Russ played pretty well last night. LeBron was LeBron. AD showed the fuck up. Don't know how often we're going to see this AD, but he showed the fuck up. So they just need some role players. I'm excited for the rest of the games for tonight, but you know. My boy Tatum balled out last night. Yeah, man. He, uh. 13 for 20. Yeah, he didn't like all that shit everybody was talking about him over the summer, how. Because, bro, you fucking folded. Like. It's not about folding. It's not even that. It's the simple fact that, fam, I got this team to the finals. Granted. Granted, he didn't just do that, bro. Shout out to Jalen. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not giving him all the credit. But if we're talking about who's the centerpiece of that team, is Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum had to sit and hear so, everybody this you, summer. Can you straight up say if we won those finals, Jason Tatum was getting the finals MVP over Jalen Brown? No, he wasn't. That still don't mean that uh, Tatum not the centerpiece of the team. Bro. I mean, he is for the media, but when it comes to balling, bro, Jalen, that's Jalen's team. I mean, you know, you speaking on something that everybody knows about. Like, that's clear as day. Like, back in the day, like, Jason Tatum. People don't want to admit that, bro, because they're not trying to strip that away and cause drama, you know what I'm saying, within the organization. Because once you start saying, oh, well, this is no longer Tatum's team, then that fucks with him mentally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then all of a sudden he's going to want out. We don't need that. So he ain't going I get right. why y'all saying it's his team. I'll you know what I'm saying? As yeah. a fan, like of course. You, know, you just kinda deal roll with a bunch of Yeah, but we know what's up. Like Yeah. It's Jalen's team. But he had to hear all summer how Luca was better than him because everybody on every fucking sports show said this shit. Luka which it is really like that. No, no, it is true. It but is. the fact that he just had to hear about it after coming from getting my team to the finals. It's that. It's that whole thing. That just comes with living in this fucking country, bro. Like, you know how it is. You of course know I know how it is. You just like to talk sports. Like, most opinions are 
Well, of course they're not facts, but a lot of niggas show favoritism. You know what I'm saying? Like if no, that's not a fact. their favorite player or team or some player that they truly admire or facts. something like of that sort, then they're going to start to, you know what I'm saying, speak in favor of that player or particular, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Like that's why I like I don't get into the whole Kobe, Jordan, LeBron arguments and shit because I don't blame you. They're all equally great, bro. You know what I'm saying? They've all done individual shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. How people look at sports, bro, it's just, it's always a comparison. Because we have to, bro. That's our, that's, um, how can I say this? That is human nature of us. Somebody has to be better than the next man. Everybody can't be equal. Everybody can't be on the same playing field. Someone has to be superior. That's just how, as a human, Species, that's just how we rock. It's been like that since the beginning of the time, bro. Cain so, um, had to kill Abel. You feel me? Feel with it. What's up? Okay. In relation to that same thing, uh-huh. where numbers get ignored for favoritism. Okay. You personally, where do you put Tony Romo? As far as what? Career wise, like stat wise and shit. Because he's up there number one. I can honestly say he's the best quarterback in y'all's franchise. I can honestly say that. I agree. I can say that. I will give you that. In the franchise of the Dallas Cowboys, I can honestly say Tony Romo is the best. So you put him in front of eight minutes fallback? Can I be honest with you? I don't understand why Troy Aikman gets any type of credibility. I kind of can understand why you say that. Like, I don't get it. Like I, I get it. He was the quarterback of that dynasty. But Emmitt carried that team. No, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm a diehard Baltimore Ravens fan. I've been a Ravens fan since year 2000, since we won our first title when I was six years old. Troy Aikman is Trent Dilfer. He is? That's who he is, bro. Thank you. Troy Aikman is Trent Dilfer, bro. Thank you. That's who he is. Thank you. He is a – he went out there and didn't fuck up. If I have to throw the ball, I'm going to 88. Any other time, I got 25 to 35 plays. I can just hand the ball off to this little motherfucker right here. That's it. Because even if you go look at numbers. And then on the other side of the ball, I got Dion. Look at Troy Aikman's numbers. Just just pull his numbers up and compare his numbers to other Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Or just Romo. How the fuck is he even mentioned in that high of light? I don't get it. But I really don't understand. But, I, hey, you know, maybe, you know, I'm young. I get it. I wasn't there to see it. You know, I, I, I've been told going, to back, going back to watch film isn't the same as watching it in, in real time, which, in a way, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't I, see I those it. small plays in between. But the how, how the like, fuck is shit like that? He might have had some moments and, where it's like, damn, eight minutes really like and that. That's, right? And see, that is the beef I have with Cowboy fans. It's that. What? It's not that I dislike the Cowboys. I don't dislike the Cowboys. I dislike the fan base. Because y'all are... I dislike the fan base. Because they're not realistic. Because they're fucking... Like, okay. (laughs) Cowboys fans are like the people who get online and make up a fake partner. They wish they had it. Cowboys fans want Super Bowl so bad. You saying guarantee it every year? So you're saying Cowboy fans is the nigga that catfish Matt Tateo? Pretty much. That's what Cowboy fans are. That's a wow. That's great. 
And yeah. I'm a Cowboy fan, Sam. That's golden. Wow, because that nigga was out of his mind. Delusional, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'll be looking at these motherfuckers like, bro, why do y'all say this every year? Oh, we going to Super Bowl. It's our year. I'm like, nigga, we have to take this a week at a time. Fam, like, I'm, st- I'm still over the here. the Cowboys, bro. The most hated team in the NFL. Nah, that's a fact. We fucking succeeded the fucking Patriots. Nobody never hated the Patriots. People hated Tom Brady. People didn't hate the Patriots. People hated People Tom Brady. Bill Belichick, though, too. Okay, so I'll take that back. People hate that system. Bill Belichick and Nick Saban are the same person to me. I'm trying to see if I can meet you there. I'm trying to see if I can meet you there with that with that ideology. Bill Belichick and Nick Saban is the same person. Let me see if I can meet defensive you there. Geniuses. Yeah, both the defensive-minded coaches. Old, both have white, similar systems. Boring as hell. Um, but they win. Okay, and in what that do sense, hate the most when you fucking win. Okay, in that sense, no, it's not. It's not. It's that. It's not the fact bro, that you win. It's always bring the rings. No, 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 listen. In, in both sports. People don't hate winners. People hate how you win. It's not the fact that if you win or not. People hate how you okay, win. Okay, so what about like, the years they didn't cheat? People don't hate they that. Yeah, but people don't hate that. It's how you did it. What? Play strategical football? Yeah, it's how you did Like, bro, the conversation we had yesterday where dude was talking shit on me, talking shit to me and Madden because I, cause I refused to throw the ball, but I still beat his ass. It's shit like this. It's how you win, bro. That's stupid, though. It's extremely. It's, 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 it's human nature to do that. People want shit done their way. If not, they just like it. That's how it is. That's crazy. That is fucking crazy. No, it ain't. It's human nature, dog. Get how you live, bro. Well, Everybody likes a winner. It's just how you win, bro. It's just, that's all it is. So that makes that what that brews envy. Of course, bro. Nobody when they literally can just take notes and. Bro, nobody hates the fact that you made it out the hood. Niggas hate that you came back to the hood to show us you made it out the hood. Not even flexing. You came back to show us you made it out. And you was just saying what's up. Yeah, niggas ain't mad that you made it out because niggas want to get out. It's the fact that you came back to show me you made it out. That's what niggas don't like. It's that. That's ridiculous. Prime example. Mm. I just got a new car. Car of my fucking dreams. This bitch nice as shit. Took me a while to get it, but I got it. And then you pull up in something nicer. Just fuck my whole mood up. It's that. It's shit like that. That sounds familiar. Just fuck everything up. Like, come on, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, it's how you win. That's yeah, it's 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 that it's how bro. How can I get mad that you progressed in life? You can't get mad at that. That's what I'm saying. But when I have to see well, your see progression, that's people what people are mad doing at. Things for themselves and accomplishing shit, bro. That shit does not affect me in a negative way. Like we're not talking about you. We talking no, about society. Like I'm just I'm trying to gain some type of understanding of why people do that. Like because man, it's, even if it comes to something down as small as winning a game, it's. I don't want to just outright chuck it up to insecurities, but that's the nucleus. Nah, it, it's. I feel like it's a little. 
I wouldn't so say insecure. I want to say it's fear. That's what I want to say. So, so let me break it down to where I can make you understand it or help you to understand it. Like, trying to give a good example because I don't think like this but I've seen the shit so many times alright back to what I just said you made it out I'm not mad at the fact that you made it out but goddamn, bro you gotta come back to show us that you made it out nigga I'm still here so you're right it's not fear it's insecurity it's not fear it's insecurity no I'm not saying stay gone but because I mean bro once, bro, you have the right to move how you want to move, bro. You, people are grown men and grown women have the right to move how they no, want to move. Saying, like, how do you get around that envy? Like, or is it just a, you can't a, an inevitable thing? Like, you can't get away from that envy, bro. Because though you made it out, them other ten niggas didn't. That's crazy. It don't matter. So you might as well just not go the fuck back. I mean, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Then that's gonna cause problems because then it's like. Oh, that nigga don't fuck with us no more. It's not a problem unless it's presented to you. True. But you know how niggas move. It's going to get to you eventually. That's great. Them niggas can't come where I'm at because they can't even make it out where they at. So if I stay gone, True. them niggas can't come over there. They can just do They can do this. Uh, Going off a of hearsay is great. At that point. Damn, but they feel like I sold out. That's crazy. It is what it is. Smart at that point. Yeah, versus. Yeah, like it's. But I mean, bro, that's just how it is, bro. Envy and jealousy. I mean, bro, Kane killed Abel, bro. Bro, let, let, just let me let me talk about this real quick. And Christians be blowing my mind with shit. Kane killed Abel, and then God went to Kane and said, "Hey, bro, where your brother at?" That nigga Kane said, "Shit, I don't know. I ain't know I was supposed to keep up with that nigga. He probably over there somewhere." Like, bro, it's envy is always one of the I believe, yeah, one of the seven deadly sins. Envy is going to always be a part of human nature, bro. Regardless of what you do or how you do it. You could have been the one that was struggling the most. And made it. He was like, damn, bro, how the fuck that nigga get that over me? And, and that's another thing. That's the main question, too. Yeah. It's like, how, bro? We started in the same spot because that nigga kept going. All them times you doubted or you felt like you couldn't. Or quit. Or wanted to wait till the next day. That nigga kept it pushing. Else to do it for you. That nigga kept it pushing. That's crazy. He did. Now something that I don't that I do actually question within that, I understand human nature. I get that. But one thing I don't understand is why do you feel like the nigga or the lady who made it out? It is now their responsibility to come back and get everybody. And take care of the whole fucking community. Not even take care. Just come get them. Like, mm. like, 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 the, like, save them. Like, like uh, the, like the, um, everybody has that or had, or has had that friend that my nigga, you supposed to put me on homie. Everybody has had that. Why I got to put you on. If you sat right here beside me this entire time, meaning you've watched my blueprint, you've watched what I did and didn't do. You watch what I could and couldn't do. So just moving off of that and knowing what you're capable of, why is it my responsibility to put you on after you watch me go through all of this shit? Nigga, you can go get it yourself. Man, you ain't here to help me along the way. 
Oh yeah, yeah. oh man, you don't want to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't even by my side. You Them niggas with the handouts. Struggle alone. And they want the handouts, but don't want to put the work in. It's like, fam, when I was com- when I was coming up, and I even asked for some help, nigga, you looked at me, said, nigga, go get it yourself. So I went to go get it myself. And then it's like, you get so used to doing the shit by yourself, the motherfuckers get mad at you for not asking for help. And it's like, what the fuck would I ask for? Like, I ain't never had to do shit before, like, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, yeah, that, yeah like, that's a fact. I don't understand that shit. Bro. Is that a pride thing? Because I, I because I... In my past, I've struggled with that. I've struggled with, and will still do t- to this day, but I struggle with asking for help. Or, no, not asking. I struggle with seeking help. I struggle with that. I don't know why I would rather take the difficult route and just do it on my own rather than seek help. Like, why? Sometimes that's the best way to learn, bro. Yeah. Like, Seeking if you help. get somebody to help you, it's kind of like skipping a step. You know, you're not really learning how to do it. It's just getting done for you. I think so if we were a lot... Forget about it. I think if we handled this human nature thing a lot better... You know, I just... In my head, I just answer my own question. The reason why I don't seek help is because... For some odd reason, that person who even is willing to lend a helping hand, you now owe them. And not owe them out of principle. You owe them because it's like, nah, nigga, like you wouldn't be here without me type shit. And it's always going to linger. Always. Until you reciprocate or get them back. No, reciprocate to their liking. Because there's no, to me, I don't believe in favor for a favor. There's no such thing as an equal favor. Bro, I gave you a ride to the airport. Cool. Bro, I'm down. I need $100, bro. Can you lend me $100? Nigga, I gave you a ride to the airport. Nigga, that's not the same. I get it, you down and out, you're going through tough times, but me throwing you a hundred is not similar to you giving me a ride to the airport. But that's how some niggas move. Some niggas actually move like that. Like you gave me a ride and now you down and out. Yeah. Damn, nigga, you remember when I took you to the airport, bro? You so you saying you can't look out? That's not a hundred dollars, fam. It's not. And you don't know what the fuck I got going on right now. I can't Thanks. just like drop everything and take you. Give you a hundred dollars, or I just can't drop you and take you to the airport. If I do that, then it's like I don't know, man. <laughs> Should be tricky. I would love for us to get better as a human race, but that shit ain't gonna happen. Yeah, nah. Certain pieces of faith been lost. There's too many niggas out here, bro. That's what it is. Way too many niggas. And when I say niggas, I don't mean like just black people. I mean everybody. Niggas. Everybody. People with that nigga mentality. Just it's too many niggas. White people have it. Foreigners have it. That nigga mentality, bro. That. It. I don't know. But maybe. Maybe it is better to just get it on your own. For real. Rather than seek it. Maybe it is just better. I mean, I'm a living example of it. I mean, I can tell you. I mean... It is a lot better. I ain't gonna hold you. You, you can, I'm saying, get it with other people, but they gotta have their own motion. You know what I'm saying? Like, but some niggas look to you for the motion. Exactly, and that's why it's not gonna work. Cause. Yeah, some niggas look to you for the... Oh, some niggas look to you for the motion. 
Right. I mean, you can be an influence, but they still got to start that shit on their own. Bruh, niggas want you to have the shit laid out, ready for them, and all they have to do is just walk into it. Even when they walk into it, they still want you to put in work for them. Like, you can set everything up, and it's like, all right, bro, all you got to do is go in there and get it. Nah, bro, go get it for me. Nigga, I done did everything else. Literally, all you got to do is All you got to do is walk in, bro, a couple waves, a couple smiles, my nigga, you got it. Can't even do that. Come on, bro, put me on, bro. Bro, I'm trying to get what you're doing, bro. Come on, bro. Nigga, just do it. All right, here you go. Yeah, huh, bro? Just do it. You did it yet? Nah, nah. Nah, bro, I was goddamn, bro. You know I'm busy, bro. I was goddamn. Busy doing what? Yeah, doing what, bro? Man, come on, bro. You know how I get down? I really don't. I really don't. Really don't, dog? Like, what you, what you got going on, man? What you, uh, what you doing? It's, uh, it's tough out here for niggas, man. But, but niggas make it tough for themselves, though. Exactly. It's, it's only tough because them niggas make it tough, man. Uh, oh, man. Hey, man. You know what? I want you to open up Twitter and let's read off some of these great-ass question tweets that you were tweeting with the hashtag. We finna talk about some of them shits right now. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hold on. Let me grab my phone. Go ahead. Yeah, we're going to talk about this shit. Because I believe you said there was a question on there that people refused to answer. Yeah. Or a couple um, questions or whatnot. Yeah, let's so get it. Let's get to it. What I've been doing lately is um, I post, like, you know, different questions that I have that pop up in my head. Or if I'm, you know what I'm saying, just in my thoughts, I might be sure as hell just thinking about some shit. And I'll, like, hashtag our show to these questions, you know, statements, comments, whatever. Um, the one that seems to keep getting passed over and literally only one person has answered is in the, what, three, four times that I posted it. Um, what is respect? Nobody ever has the answer for that shit. But I can ask some goofy-ass shit and everybody's interacting with this shit and I'm just like, why do y'all always entertain something that could possibly be messy? And that's not my intention. Human nature. But... You know what I'm saying? They're in hopes of it turning messy, but you can't answer something as real as what is respect. Human nature. So, yeah. That was one of the questions. Human nature, bro. We like Everybody likes seeing the car crash, bro. But we don't want to help the people who got into the crash. We just want to see it. And um, so, let's start, so let's ring off some of these questions. Let's get it. Another one I asked, I said, uh, what is it about yourself that uh, you're most afraid of because you know most people think of like whatever in life in general that they're afraid of or you know some shit like that but they never like look within you know what I'm saying what is it that is holding you back from doing what you're supposed to do or want to do wait uh, repeat that question what is it about your uh, hold on let me see what about yourself are you most afraid of? That I'm most afraid of? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a good question. What am I afraid of? I've had about a lot of myself. 
I've had a few responses that said. Um, yeah, read out some responses while I think. That's a good. What am I most afraid of about myself? See. It's not to fail because I mean that shit gonna come with it, so it ain't that. Yeah, I said, what about yourself? Are you afraid of? Yeah, and, that I'm afraid uh, some of. Some people said how destructive and angry I can be. Um, another person said my own insecurities they eat at me more than anyone else can. Um, but that's a fear. It might okay. be. It's, oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's everybody's different. Yes. Right. And, yes, um, everybody's different. Said how hard I am on myself with damn near every situation I face in life. Um, and then there's the one where I actually asked, uh, I have replied to, and one chick said that she was afraid of her ability to succeed. And I said, why is that? She said, because the crazy part is, I know I can. But sometimes I scare myself into not doing it. She's like, I don't know why I do. And that's the part I'm trying to figure out. Okay. Because I I remember saying one time that you can indeed, like, fear being successful. You know, because you don't know what that shit going to bring in your life. You might lose some people. You know what I'm saying? You might meet some terrible people. You might... Um, you know what I'm saying? Get a lot of money out of it, but you might be fucking unhappy. You know? So, I don't know. Alright. I think, I, okay, I think, after hearing you say that young lady's response, I think I know mine. I think the thing that I'm most afraid of about myself is my ability to take accountability. That's definitely it. So I can honestly... dodge a lot of shit? No, I own up to it. Too much? Yes. Like, even when I know the situation at hand, I may have had 25% of the blame for it, or maybe have had even 5% of the blame for it. I'll just take it all. and just be like, fuck it. It's on me. I feel like that has helped me back in a lot of rooms. The fact that I'm so quick to just say, yeah, bro, that's on me. Yeah, I did that. Like, I'll even take accountability for other people. Knowing the knowing that in this given situation they can't handle this shit, so I'll just take it for them. And that right there, in certain situations, has fucked me up. Because I give off, because of course, based off what what it is, I give off the impression like, damn, bro, this nigga just do shit and don't give a fuck. When that's not the case, but that's what I'm showing to other people. I'm showing that, damn, bro, this nigga just do shit and don't even give a fuck that he did it. It's not necessarily that. It's just a simple fact of. Why even go through the confrontation, especially when I can, I'm can i rocking with somebody and I see they can't even show to this shit? Why even go through this confrontation? It's like, nah, bro, I got it. Don't worry about it. That's on me, bro. You put that on me. It's all good. Like, I can honestly say that's probably my that's probably what I'm afraid of see, about kinda, myself the most. It's kind of unhealthy, though, because you're excusing people's, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Lessons and shit. I just so. let, like, I, I let a lot of shit slide. Yeah. But I let a lot of shit slide because I'm so quick to just take the blame. Like, yeah, that's on me. I, I gave them I the space to, that, yeah, yeah I gave them the space to fuck me over. So, in, in hindsight, that's my fault. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So. And an, another answer yeah. that caught my eye was um, somebody said that they were afraid of how much they accept complacency. 
accept complacency. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a tough one, depending on what's at hand. And their response was, yeah, I wasted nine years at a job and 10 years of marriage, just not pushing myself to reach for more because shit was easy and status quo. But he was like, my fear is ever getting that comfortable again. Oh, yeah. Comfort. Comfort is a damn it. Hold on. Wait, should I? No, no. Mine's definitely accountability. But now nah, comfort is a motherfucker, bro. Comfort is, but that's Satan sitting in your living room, bro. That's what comfort is. It is, bro. That shit is just. It's presented as if something that everyone should want to obtain, which. Okay, let me rephrase that. Getting too comfortable is where people fuck up at. There's nothing wrong with comfort. It's getting too comfortable. Because when you get too comfortable, you become lazy. When you become lazy, you start to lack certain shit. You start to lack awareness. You start to even lack self-confidence. You, you just begin to let yourself go because you're too comfortable. You stop, like how she said, you stop chasing certain shit. You stop seeking certain things. Because from where you are right here, right now, you feel like, I don't need anything more. Yeah. Being too comfort, that's a motherfucker, boy. That is true. You yeah. Definitely set yourself back for a long time. Hell yeah, but, uh, but what else you got? Um, I'm going to go back to the what is respect question. Uh, no, I do want to talk about that, but let's get let's get like two more goofy ones because I do want to talk about that. Yeah. I feel like we're going to deep dive on that one. Yeah, okay, I'll get back to that because what I was going to say was the we gonna one deep dive answer that. that we did get. Uh-huh. Was a good enough answer for a lot of people. All right, you know so, what I'm saying? So, yeah, we we about to deep dive on that. So let's okay. so let's get like two more, and then we gonna get on we, we gonna get on that. Okay, I like right, it. Let me find the other ones because they're kind of scrambled. Oh, I asked, how has bitterness helped you progress in life? How has bitterness helped you progress in this life? This was a trick question because. A lot of people still gave good answers because they learned from being bitter prior in their life. Yeah, pride. Well, uh-huh. But I associate pride with being bitter. I definitely associate anger. It could be, in a way. Okay. Um, but the responses I got, which one is a video I'll play on the mic for y'all to hear. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, but I'm going to read the other ones off first. Okay, go ahead. So the first response I got was, um, it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Had to learn the hard way that while I'm mad and bitter, everyone else has moved on or never even cared. Once I let go, my life has really changed. Mm. Okay. Somebody else said, because I seen why I couldn't get what I want, so I changed or upgraded my lifestyle. Okay. The third person said, it helps detach myself from person or issues. It's hard for me to let go. It's literally levels and layers to letting go for me. Once I get bitter about something, I disassociate and I regroup. You got to feel your feelings to move on. Mm. Damn. Like that a lot one. of people dodge their feelings. So that's a yeah. very key thing. A lot of people dodge their fucking feelings. I'm guilty of that shit. 
in certain situations. In certain situations, I'm guilty yet. I, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, dodging because I was gonna say I just don't. I don't feel like dealing with it in that moment. But that's dodging. So uh, yeah, dodging. Video response to this is from another fellow podcast, the Quality oh, Life Podcast. Shout out to the Quality Life Podcast. Thank yeah, yeah, that's the homie. Shout out to him. Um, he captioned it. Depends on how you're displaying that emotion, and I'm about to play this for y'all. Cool. Honestly, man, you know, it, it kind of depends on that bitterness or that situation that you're going through and how you displaying that uh, that bitter feeling or how you displaying that bitter emotion. Like, uh, I know for myself, um, it, 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 I was angry, you know what I'm saying? But even though I was angry, it, the anger didn't consume me. It also made me focused. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and I felt like uh, if it wasn't for that anger and if it wasn't for that situation that went on, I probably wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have went as hard as I was trying to achieve certain things. So, uh, I kind of just think that uh, it's nothing wrong with with dealing with a human emotion being bitter about something. It's all about if you let it consume you or not. That's what I think. Because if you let it consume you to a point to where it's causing you to make mistakes and now you becoming a person that's detrimental. Uh, you ruining relationships and things of that nature. So you got to know how to compartmentalize your anger. You got to know how to compartmentalize that, that, you know, it's nothing wrong with dealing with these emotions or going through these emotions. But do you know how to shed it on? Or do you know how to turn it on and turn it off when you're around certain places and certain people? Uh, yeah. Does it, or does it consume your whole life, and it, and that emotion controls you now? I feel like uh, anything that is is brought to us in a negative fashion, we can uh, we can actually use it for positive energy. Only if we know how to harness it, only if we know how to compartmentalize it, only if we know how to control it, and we don't let it consume us. So it's all about how you displaying it, and are you in control of that emotion? Are you using that emotion as fuel or does that thing run you? And does those people who did whatever they did to you, whenever you see them, do they get you out of character and run you? That's another thing. So uh, it's all about, you know, harnessing that emotion and then mastering that emotion and using it for your benefit. And quality life podcast. Shout out to bro, man. That was some real deep shit. That nigga sound like the nigga that was, uh, Spitting that poem at the end of ATL, but shout out to him. <laughs> that's what he sound like. He sound like brother was saying that poem at the end of ATL. Hey, you know when Ant was in the hospital, he was shot. Wasn't that Scarface? I think it was Scarface. But it sounds funny when I present it like that. Right, damn man, just a joke killer. Just you don't tell the magician. You don't tell people the magician's tricks. Sometimes them niggas drop the rabbit. That ain't my fault. No, I, and that's the thing. I don't ever drop the rabbit. You feel me? I don't ever do that. Boy, I've been writing jokes for almost 10 years now, boy. Come on now. I set it up. No, no matter if it's a skin, I mean, stay down and let little lie. No, no, not I. I'd stay around and let little fly. 
Oh man, I'm ignorant as shit. Ah, uh, nah, but y'all gotta admit though, that nigga at the end of ATL, bro, he made you, he made you feel that. You know what I'm saying? Remember, uh, they was in the hospital. Nunu came up to Rashad. She was just looking at him like, "Hey, I know I ain't shit, but like, take me back real quick." Like, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. That nigga was spitting that shit. Yeah, bro. Hey, man, man, I can't wait till we had an episode where we talk about uh classic black movies. I can't wait. Cause I got a lot of shit to say on them. But nah, that's just trash. But nah, shout out to uh to bro for giving us that word of wisdom. Uh, okay, let's get one more question in before we hit this respect. Um, let me see what else did I ask. Oh, well, this one kind of whack, but I was just like, have you ever exchanged numbers with somebody and you never spoke again after they exchanged the numbers with them? Oh, hell yeah. I use that as a curving mechanism, bro. Oh, really? For what? Man, look, man, there's been plenty of times where it's, of course, out in public. Or, you know, you exchange the conversations with a young lady, and she actually looks good, but her breath stink. Or she look good, but her teeth crazy. Or I'm just not feeling the vibe. And the best way, because I have understand from my past that women don't like rejection. Not that, it, no, it's not even that. From my personal experience. Because I think women think because... I'm a big goofy nigga that I'm easy. I'm not. You got to work for this. If you hit this twice, we go together. That's just how I roll. But, um, like, yeah, bro. Like, I've noticed that when I curve women, it's a, it's like a, nigga, you was lucky I even wanted to talk to you, like, type shit. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, my God, this nigga's goofy. So, um, I've learned that. Like, I'll just, in the middle of a conversation, like, i just be like, hey, you know what, sweetheart, you know, I gotta, I gotta, damn, I sound like an uncle. You know what, sweetheart, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta dip real quick. Huh, look, just take my number down real quick. You know how many times I've given women the number to my favorite Chinese restaurant because I just know it by heart? Boy, I know you would lose your mind if you had a pager. Oh, my, bro, if I was, man, dog, if I... You'll probably, probably walk around with the uh, pan lid. Man, look. I, oh, fam, I definitely would have pulled the football off. Late 90s, early 2000s, me? The LL? The, the, bro, the, man, listen. The LL Cool, bro. I'm JJ Cool yeah, L, if niggas don't know. Bro, I would have been rocking FUBU, my nigga. What you mean? I would have been rocking FUBU, my nigga. That's, but I'm, I, I got FUBU shit now that I, that I have in a tuck that don't nobody see. Because, you know, I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really give a fuck. But, nigga, I got, man, what? You got food? Yes. You really got food? Yes. Wow. Bro, I don't wear fucking Balenciaga and all that bullshit, bro. Uh, designer's trash. Fam, as soon as I can find me a pair of car canal jeans, it's a wrap. You know what? I'm going to pull up to the, you know what? Next time we got a pot, I'm going to pull up with my black fubu hat and my fubu shirt. And we're going to get this shit on camera. Yeah, get you some, uh, some jeans, too. I'm going to put my jeans on when I'm going to roll up my pants leg. I will be on my LL swag quick. Yes. But, nah. I, uh, I just I just be like, you know what, sweetheart? Just take my number down real quick. You know, I got a dip. You know what I'm saying? I got somewhere to go. Hey, I heard headbands were coming back. Oh, God. Oh, and God. armbands. Oh, man. That's what we're talking about now? I talking mean, about um, early. Uh, the, we had some 
fucked up eras in fashion. Bro, have you ever watched a throwback episode on MTV of anything and seen? The way have you ever seen these break? old music? Be- Bro, what's that song called? It's by S- Southside and Star. Oh, you talk about P A R B. Tell me what you think, fam. Know what you think, ma, fam. This nigga, a for y'all that's listening to this shit right now, that nigga was in the video with a. It looked like he had on a Sean John long sleeve button up with some oversized jeans with the headband. With the headband. Trying to mack on shorty. What the was fuck was pulling. niggas doing? He was pulling them. Man. Fuck. Was, fuck. Nigga, do you remember how Lil Zane used to dress? Oh my god. Did you just, you just say Lil Zane? Lil Zane. Sorry, baby, but you ain't getting Oh my god, bro. You listen to Lil you it Nigga, he had two hits. Bro, every time we kick it, bro, everything you just te- you know what my father always said, just sit back and let people talk and they will tell you who they are. You can recite Lil Zane. Jay. You can res- recite Lil Zane. Do you really want to do this right now? I'm shocked. Okay? Because in my 29 years of being a nigga, I've never heard anybody recite Lil Zane. Everybody knows who Lil Zane is, bro. I didn't say people don't know. I know who Lil Zane they know is. The song I just because if, if we're being, you know what, let me stop throwing so much Lil Zane hate. Because his verse on Hardball and his verse on Anywhere with 112. Slight. He was on Anywhere, wasn't he? Yes. See, too hot. Man, yeah, he came in there like he was fucking Ja Rule, nigga. Them niggas over there in the corner trying to hump bitches. And this nigga just come on the beat. See, too hot. Man, man, come on, bro. Like, you know a nigga miss you when I'm on tour? When I'm on tour, i to you. What kind of feelings do I bring to you? Like, come on, bro. This nigga slim in the. You know the verse. Bro, because it's one, it's one twelve where the players dwell. What you mean? But don't, but don't do this, bro. You know I'm an R and B head, bro. Don't do this. Don't do this, bro. Don't do this, fam. Fam, on the way over here, I was fucking, bro. I was singing at the top of my lungs, no diggity, no doubt. I was going crazy. That hey oh hey man, come on, bro. Don't come on, bro. That's my shit. Really it, huh? Fam, listen. When I was you young, you are hell at red lights. Who you? What you mean? When niggas pull up beside you and you in your zone. Oh, you mean like the type like don't pay attention to the green light type shit? You mean mm-hmm. like that? I'm talking about you put on a show. Oh, like like somebody catching me singing type yeah. shit. Oh, what? Man, man, look. I know that shit's funny as Fam, bro, bro, people I've actually had it's not often, but I've actually had people join in because I'll be having my shit on blast. Like I've actually had people join in. Like somebody roll the window down and you know you see him out the corner of your eye and you see him over there bouncing. And then you roll your window down too. And they singing along with you. Yeah. Look, I'm a vibe, bro. Like, um. <laughs> I'm a vibe, bro. Like on Pineapple Express when he pulled up in them uh, Spanish students. <laughs> Can we consider that a black classic, bro? Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express is one it's of the best fucking. Bro, is that. I know, it's a, I know it's a stoner movie. I know that. But can we really lay, label that as a black classic, bro? Like, that's not a redneck we classic. Can steal that one. Yeah, we can steal that one. Craig That's, Robinson actually. You know what? I'll tell you what. He's, because he's excuse. You know what? I'll tell you what. Because there are two different types of movies. There are black classic movies and there are redneck classic movies. Tell you what. Rednecks, we will trade you Pineapple Express 
in exchange for radio. Y'all can have radio. Y'all can have, matter of fact, anything with Cuba Gooding Jr. in it, y'all, y'all can, can have, have it. it. Y'all can Especially have it. Especially that damn cruise ship movie. A boat trip? Yes. Yes. Any, I feel like that's his true character. The who, way he was acting on that goddamn boat. Whoever is the CEO of the Redneck community, um, the Black Floyd Show is here, and we would like to propose a trade. Send us an email. Um, yeah, at at the black the Black Floyd Show at gmail dot com. Um, we would like to take off of your hands Pineapple Express. Is there any more that you would like? Give us John Wick. Because we're giving the no, nah, that's not redneck. Niggas fuck with John Wick. No, nah, but but that's not redneck though. That's not redneck. Bro, the same way. Anything no, with guns. That's not that's not redneck. No, they love guns. You don't know what a redneck classic is. Redneck classics are like Joe Dirt. What? Uh, dead giveaways. Yeah, but uh, they still got their favorite. A birth uh, of a nation. Uppity um, that they like. You know what I'm saying? Um, wedding crashers. That's redneck shit. Um, any movie with ad- Okay, there we go. Bow. Rednecks, we would like to... I just watched Wedding Crashes the other day. Bet that. Okay, Rednecks, peep this. Um, I think this is a fair trade, you know? I really think this is a fair trade. If anybody can just... Like I said, our email is theblackfloydshow at gmail.com. All one word. Um, We would like to trade you all of the Cuba Gooding Jr. movies. With the exception of Boys in the Hood. That's our shit. With the exception of Boys in the Hood. We will give you all of Cuba Gooding Jr. movies, and and we will throw because we won't because we don't want to give up. Uh, Boys in the Hood. We'll throw in White Chicks in exchange for all of Adam Sandler movies. Can we do that? And Pineapple Express. Yes. Can we do Adam that? Sandler. All of Adam Sandler movies. Can we like? Can we? I think that's a fair trade. Cuba Gooding Jr. compared to Adam Sandler. I know as far as work-wise, it's not the same, but Cuba did give us Boys in the Hood. And though you can't have it, it's a pretty big stable in the black community. So I think that would be a fair trade. Whoever is the CEO of the Redneck Society, uh, please get at me on that. We would really, 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 really uh, would like to work out some type of discrepancy with that. And hopefully we can get that trade to pass. Because I'm not going to lie. Adam Sandler's tough. He's tough. Adam Sandler is a tough ass out. That nigga's tough, bro. He is. Pretty consistent. He's he's tough, bro. His movies are funny. Uh, Pretty good storylines in them once you can get past the comedy. Waterboy never gets old. That's what I'm saying, bro. Big Daddy never gets old. Big Daddy, Waterboy. Low-key, 8 Crazy Nights is pretty funny. Um... Bruh, yes, and um, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore's fucking Billy Madison. Billy Madison, it's fucking hilarious. Um, um, Little Nicky, The Longest Yard. The the fucking longest, longest yard. yard, man. Oh god. And what's that other one? Oh man, I remember when I almost got suspended from school. Hold on, quick. no, no, go ahead. I'm gonna tell you a story. When he was uh, when he he got the inheritance. Billy Madison. No, no, it was no, no, no yeah, his dad was alive. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Deeds. When he had that yes. dead foot. Yes. yes. Mr. Deeds was a that good fucking movie. Right Mr. Deeds was Mr. a good Deeds fucking movie, shit. dog. And his recent shit's pretty good. Hustle's a good movie. Yes. Yes, his, re- his recent shit. He got kind of weird good. on me with that shoe man, dog. I'm not going to lie. What's that movie? He did 50 First Dates with Drew Barrymore. I like that movie. Yep, that was a good 
I like that. I that do. was a real good movie. I, I, I don't even like rom coms, and I like that shit. Yeah, I can fuck with that. Yeah, all of uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s filmography, with the exception of Boys in the Hood. Y'all can, have nigga. Y'all can even have Jerry Maguire. Y'all can have it. Um, yep. What else has Cuba done? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Y'all can't have American Gangster. Oh, and... Um, can't have American Gangster. Shit, y'all might as well throw in Vince Vaughn in that deal, too. That nigga funny as hell. I can't lie. That nigga funny as hell. Dodgeball is a funny... See, Bro. Dodgeball, that's a redneck classic. Uh, the Breakup? Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Yes. Oh, my God. That's a good movie. That's a good fucking movie. Yes. For but yes, real. those are redneck classics. Uh, Dodgeball is a redneck classic. Wedding oh, Crashers. Um, fucking Couples Retreat. Bruh. Couples. One of the fucking Retreat. Movies. Couples that fucking Retreat. Uh, disclaimer. I, I I don't know who. Okay, it. okay. Is Phase on Love for Curtis? Nah, just let me get this out. Let me get this out. Hell no. On that movie? Hell no. No. <laughs> nah, because he was fucking with a young chick. Because remember, yeah, his, he yeah. found his wife at nine. That's not a curse. But disclaimer. Um, not sure who wants to know this information, but based off my DMs, I've been asked this pretty often. Uh, ladies. If you want to know what I look like in the nude, phase on love on couples retreat. Just pull it up. There you go. Or pull up Who's Your Caddy when Phase on Love was in the bathroom and they were shaving and shit. Yo, that there you movie go. is funny as shit too. There you go. It's very underrated. If, if you want to know what I look like, there you go. So before so hold on, what 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 what's that tweet girls be saying? Before you slide on my DMs, this is what I look like. Before you think about Talking to me, that's what I look like. Phase on love naked. That's what I look like. Specifically the Hoosier Caddy and or Couples Retreat movie. That's me. I'm solid. Straight like that. And what he say, what he saying, uh, Hoosier Caddy? He was like, Yeah, my shit two inches from the back wall. Ha ha ha. Hi your mama now. Oh my god. <laughs> I used to I used to ask that question often to people. <laughs> Yeah, bro. What's like, what's going on, bro? Man, how your mama there, man? That good? Yeah. I got an old nigga spirit, bro. I know I do. I, I have a. I don't know where it. It comes from the way I was brought up, bro. I have an old nigga spirit. Like when I look in the mirror every day, get up, brush my teeth and shit. This is what I see. I see a nigga who drive a '78 Cutlass. Nah, fuck that. I drive a Deuce and a Quarter. Wide back, so you, wide body. You're the nigga that fix cars with no tools, just bare hands. No, 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 no. I don't fix the cars. My nephew them do it. It's my shop, but my nephew them fix the cars. Oh, cause you've been in the game. Yeah. Okay. I got two cars. I got a Deuce and a Quarter, and I got an old style like shaded blue van. That's what I got. What did I picture? Fucking shaded. It's the shaded blue. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. With the wheel on the yes, back. Yes, with the wheel on the back. That's what I got. In the back of my van, I got a cooler full of off-brand sodas. <laughs> off-brand sodas. I ain't talking about... I'm talking about that that check soda. Check. Check the Mountain Lightning. Dr. Thunder. The, 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 the Food Lion brand off-brand Mountain sodas. Lion for sure. That shit. Yep. That's what I got in the trunk and my cooler. Yep. Oh, um, and a couple Miller Highlights. Gotta keep the Miller highlights on on ice. Yep. At that, keep them on ice. Um, I got a crazy Stacy Adams collection. My Stacy Adams collection is crazy. 
Every pair of pants I have, I have a vest to match. Every single pair of pants I got in that exact shade of color, I got a vest to match. And I got a fedora to match with it. You feel me? I'm that kind of old school player. And when I put my vest on, I don't wear no shirt up underneath it. It's just vest and body. Chest hair is on a thousand. Yeah. That's 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 that, OOD. That's a Mac Daddy, nigga. I'm that man. Look, let me tell you something, bro. Hey, that's my inner being. That's my inner soul. That's a 99 overall. Right and I'm that old school nigga that knew the Osley brothers, and I be lying like I'm responsible for the Osley brothers. I only knew them because my mom and them know they mom and them. So I don't know them know them, but I know them. So y'all like cross paths maybe twice in life? Yes, but I tell everybody, you wrong them, man. We used to run holes together back in the day. When 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 what actually happened was the lady that I was serious about Ronald did fuck my bitch Ronald Osley fucked my bitch and I never saw her since but I tell everybody we used to run hoes together back in the day back down that was back when we was when I and and I'm from Alabama I'm from Alabama so man man me and Ronald man the Commodores what the Commodore man me and Lana Richie before you got with that white bitch me and Lana Richie used to run them hoes back down there back in the day. What? Lana was a motherfucker. Lana was a motherfucker. I'm the one that told the motherfucker to grow out the goddamn mustache. That was me. That little look he got with that big ass fro had a butt naked face. I said, man, you ain't you can't do nothing with that face, man. You gotta let that fish hair come out. How look you going down on a lady? She got nothing but bush in your face ball. Look like a brand new baby, baby. Gotta grow that stash. I'm the one I'm the reason Lana Richie got a mustache, motherfucker. Yeah, that's that's who my um um what do women say? Their um what them earthy girls be saying? Them like I'm in tune with the spirits girls, what they be saying? Their spirit animal. My spirit animal is the old school nigga I just described to you. That's my spirit animal the is. Spirit animal sound like some whole shit. Oh, it definitely is. Oh man, when we gonna start when we gonna talk about that? Like free spirits? Oh free oh, those are some of the best hoes. The best. Oh god. Man, okay, you know what? We, we done found a new topic. Let's talk about some hoes. <laughs> With all due respect, ladies, when I say hoes, I don't mean like you out here fucking different niggas. When I say hoes, I'm talking to a group of y'all. It's like goose and geese. When I say hoes, I'm referring to geese. Not actual whores. If that's the case, I would just say whores. So right now, I'm saying geese when I say hoes. You feel me? That's that's an actual joke I read. You like that, don't you? I know. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, them free spirit hoes. Man. Them uh astrology hoes. Godly, man. When she find out your moon, your uh your moon rising, eat the skin off your shit, boy. I'm trying to tell you something. Um some other good hoes. Come on, bro. Don't don't leave me hanging up. Some what's some other good hoes? Gr- women who work at grocery stores. Hello. One of my personal favorites are boy moms. Oh no, that's best. Okay, you know what? Fuck it, let's go down that road. Uh, now boy moms do got some good pussy. Now. Mm-hmm. I remember one episode we had. We we couldn't really get into it because it was at the end. We was on time limits back then. But fuck it, we here now. <laughs> boy moms got some great snatch. <laughs> Told you I'm old head. They got great snatch. Lovely. What? Mm. Chef's kiss. Lovely. Um, what else we got? <sighs> I, I don't. Waist bead. 
Waist, I guess, let me tell you something about waist beads, okay? All you ladies out there who wear waist beads, <laughs> um, let me holler at y'all real quick, okay? Waist beads are the millennial version of the tramp stamp. That's all waist beads are. Waist beads are our tramp stamps. That's what they are. Ladies, what what are you doing with these waist beads, baby? What you doing? Huh? What you doing with the waist beads, baby? I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it at all because I done knocked down a few waist beads. You know? I done. I've been down the road a couple times with waist beads. Okay, I apologize. I feel like I veered off. I started talking about best pussy. I meant we, we were talking about the best type of hoes. Oh, no, I'm still talking about that. Okay. I'm still talking about that. Okay. I won't talk about them sexually. I just talking about them personality wise. Uh, yeah, boy moms. Um, girls in relationships. Oh man, you really want to do that? Oh man. Oh man, what we had? What would I say off my uh? Greatest. Oh man, they hit you up when they nigga take too long to text back. When that nigga telling, oh man, girls in relationships. Woo. Well, y'all something, ain't y'all? Whether, whether straight or gay girls. Oh, man. It's the gay girls that be the sneaking. Be, be sneaking. For you. Hey, fellas, let me tell you something. When you taking too long to text your girl back, or you tell her no, she can't have none of your fries in the bag, she's hitting me up. Don't get it twisted, bro. She's happy with you, bro. But you those little bullshit leave, moments. When you leave to watch the game. Or when you tell her, nah, man, I'm trying to be on the game right now. Like, let's chill. I'm trying to hang with gang right now. You know what she's doing? She's trying to get ganged. Telling you that right now. She is. Now, majority of the time, she ain't going to actually go the route to cheat, per se. She'll damn near, she definitely will come over and rub a nigga back, though. I ain't going to hold you. Just don't piss off too much. You piss off a little too much now, she going to goddamn. Mm. And that's presented to you by the Black Floyd Show, your baby mama's favorite podcast. You feel me? Hey, you heard it here first? Well, maybe not first, but definitely more efficient. Your baby mama's favorite podcast. Your homegirl that you keep telling us uh, is your bestie who really want to fuck. That's who listens to this podcast. Your bestie? Yeah, she listens to this podcast. Your bestie is like, but I ain't gonna lie. Hey, those are some good hoes too. Her best friend? Oh, definitely. Her best friend is great. (laughs) Bro, her best friend, bro, let me tell you something about the best friend. Your lady's best friend, she be fucking with dog ass niggas on purpose so she can get your attention. Cause she always gonna hit your lady and tell some girl he did it again. Girl, he ain't shit. And then she wait for you, cause she know you don't give a fuck. But she wait for you to come around on some like, so what you think I should do? And I'll be like, you should see you need to stop fucking with that nigga, bro. Like, I mean, but if you wanna keep putting yourself through that, you know what I mean? If you happy, you happy. And then, then, then this how you know. This how you know because she hit you with this. I mean, I wish I had what y'all had. If you just want to suck my dick, just say that. <laughs> you just want to suck my dick, sorry, just say that. That's something else, though. Her friend want to give you some crazy head. Her friend don't even want to fuck for real. She just want to. Mm. <sighs> oh my god! Her friend don't even want to fuck. She just want to eat the dick. That's all she wants to do, but she just want to be an eater, bro. Uh, shout out to all the eaters out there. 
<laughs> Great wholesome women. Who else has some good hoes? But hey, understand this. All the good hoes get wiped up. Would you agree to that? All the good hoes get wiped up. Oh, yeah, yeah. They all do. The reason why you don't see the girls who was hoes back in the day is because they're wiped up. They're living a beautiful life. Great life. Good hoes get wiped up. They do. The good hoes do. Jay, damn, what is a good hoe? I'll tell you what a good hoe is. A good hoe? I'll tell you what a good hoe is. A good hoe is a woman who realized that she was top notch when she was out here in these streets. She lived her best life. She know what's up. Loyal. Good hoes give great back rubs. Them good. They give just a great back fucking back rubs, bro. They're unmatched. They're undefeated, bro. They nah, the hit the spot every single time. The best. The best back rub you're gonna get. Uh huh. Is from. That's it's that single mom. The single mom, okay. Who hasn't been touched in a while? Mm. And all that, and the kids getting on her goddamn nerves. All that build up power. See, bow yet. Goes oh, right to your back. Damn hell yeah. They get cut. Man, what? Hey, you ever got a hand job from a girl who know how to change a tire by herself? Oh, Whew. Hey, you like hand jobs? Bro, I'm a handjob extraordinaire. Oh, what? Why aren't handjobs appreciated? Because, well, or anymore. I can't tell you this. Although I am a, I love receiving handjobs. I love them. It's so. It's something. It. It's damn. It's damn near intimate. I. I don't know what it is. Especially when the eye contact is in play. I don't know what it is. But. I can say this. She can't touch me the way I touch me. I think that's why they're not they're not appreciated. She can't she can't you know what I'm saying? She she ain't she don't put that thumb action in the way I do for myself. You know what I'm saying? She don't if but I am a I'm a oh when she give you a hand job and she talk you through the nut, oh <laughs> amazing. Matter of fact, I'm willing to put this out. I can hear everybody now. Jay, you stupid. Jay, you ignorant. I'm willing to bet Maya Angelou gives the best hand jobs. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet Maya Angelou gives the best. Rest in peace to Maya Angelou. Rest in peace to one of the most amazing poets of all time. I'm putting my money on Angelou. But I'm willing to bet. No, it's because the way. If I. No, Maya Angelou. Bro, just hear this. Maya Angelou stroking your meat, giving you nothing but eye contact as she recites the Ain't I a Woman poem in the Maya Angelou voice. I'm exploding, bro. I can't hold that nut in. It, it's coming out. I can't hold that in. That one, she gonna get all of that. I can't hold that one in, buddy. She gonna get all of that. Maya Angelou, what? Just in the, I know, Jay, you stupid. Wow, Jay, you over the edge. Wow, Jay, what the fuck? Sh- shut up. Shut up, because y'all got some... Uh, man, look, I look. I am an older one. I love older women. Hey, what's the uh teacher on Abbott Elementary? Cheryl Lee oh, or yeah, Cheryl... Cheryl Ralph Lee. Cheryl Ralph Lee? Or, 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 yeah, what if... Man, I'll knock you her down. 
Nah, knock her the fuck down. But she just looked like as soon as you walk in her crib, you can just smell the pot roast in the air. She got them little baby, them little pearl onions and the potatoes in it. Mm, and she hand cut them carrots herself. Mm. Ooh, I knock her fucking head off. I love older women, bro. I will still give Pam Grid as me. I've been saying, hey, fam, look. I know a lot of people, especially niggas, and, and women too, you know, so everybody. Everybody has their end all be all list. You know, if you was to ever be in a certain room with a certain celebrity of that nature, what you would do, who you would do, how you would do, fam. I'm still going on record. I've been saying this shit since I was 13 years old. I will put Adina Howard to sleep. <laughs> Y'all think I'm playing, bro. If I blow on this pot, Adina Howard, what's up? I will put you to sleep. A freak like me? Come on now, I, man. Hey, I will put your old ass to sleep, girl. Stop playing with me. Adina Howard can get it. Adina Howard, Angela Bassett. I'm not going to lie, because of the movie A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, another black classic, I can't do Lynn Winfield. I can't. And Tyler Perry fucked her up for me, too. I, I just can't. He ruined a lot of people. I can't. Uh, no, we're going to talk about that. We're not going to get it. We, we gonna, that's going to be a whole episode of real shit. But I, I, I can't. I can't do Lynn Winfield. But Angela Bassett, the teacher from Abbott Elementary, um, Pam Greer, um, let's see. I'm just running. Adina Howard, um, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan can get it, even though she built like a bleach bottle. She can get it. Um, I love me some Shaka Khan, boy. Um, Diana Ross. Diana, not nah, 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 nah. Patty motherfucking Labelle. I bet Patty Labelle will give a great hand job. Like, let her sing to you. Oh. That shit probably slow and sick. You know how I feel. Oh, my goodness. Couldn't hold it. She got it. Go on, get it. Then she'll bake you a pie when she finished. Mm. Patty LaBelle. I would definitely take a midnight train to Georgia for Gladys Knight. I would. I would definitely take an overnight, a midnight train to Georgia for Gladys Knight. I'll do that. Um, Let's see. I think that's really about it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's really about it for my older woman's list that I can like just think of off the top of my head. Uh, what about you, bro? Are you like the? Uh, I mean, or are you more in, uh, in the? Or are, are you more range for the ice spices and the glorillas and the? Is Pam Grier still around? Yeah, I said Pam Grier. Pam Grier. Oh man, what? That's Cleopatra Jones, man. That's uh Foxy Brown. Oh, Pam? Yes. Oh, fam. It's Pam over Gina any day of the week. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Yes. Pam over Gina any day of the week. Like any day of the week. It's been like that. Any day of the week. I'm taking Pam over Gina, fam. For those of y'all who not understand what I'm saying, there is a TV show within the black culture called Martin. <laughs> and there were two the two starring women roles on that show were named Gina and Pam. Gina was the one of the fair skin. Pam was the one who was built like a dump truck when you look behind her. Not saying Gina. Gina had a nice body too now. Don't get it twisted. But if you're asking me to choose between Pam and Gina, bro, I'm taking Pam eight days of the week. And it's only seven days of the week. So to let you know what's going on. 
I'm taking Pam all day, bro. Ugh. Pam, Pam, Pam. I be damn. B to B. B to B. Pam, Pam, Pam. I be damn. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Uh, but yeah, Tashina Arnold can get it. She can. She can definitely get it. Who else? Um. Oh, fuck. What's that damn movie? I can see her face, but I can't put... I'm just trying to think of, like, who would be older now. Um, I'm trying to... I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um, Man. Oh, no. I can't get... I can't get with none of these young girls, though. I mean, you know how I feel. I don't like young girls, but... It's a Carla from next Friday. Nah, I wasn't. I prefer Baby D over her. That's just me personally. Hey, yeah. listen. That's just me personally. Listen. I take Baby D over Carla. This is me. She's a very pretty woman. Hey, nah, Baby D, I got down. Uh, Sugar can get it too. Oh, Sugar. Oh, my God. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. My uncle's lady? She. So, man, as soon as I walk in the house, she's talking about, oh, you even cuter than your baby bitches. Fan, don't walk up on me like that. <laughs> don't lick my neck and tell me I got a fat ass. Don't do that. I'm fucking you in front of my uncle. I don't care. Don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Talking about some, you know we can keep it all in the family. Oh, you got a fat ass. Lick my neck and don't tell me that. Oh, you got a fat ass. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. You saw, you saw, okay, we had to break it up. All right, that's enough. Shit. And then, and see, this is shit I love. He said, go on upstairs and put some clothes on. She said, help me out. You saw how Craig jumped when she smacked that ass? Ooh. Nice to meet you, Craig. Even Uncle had to say, don't let me catch it in my refrigerator, and don't let me catch it with your finger in my sugar bowl. You feel me, Nadia? I feel you. Let me in. Like, come on now, sugar can get it. Ooh. Damn, boy. Uh, Tell Sugar head off her goddamn head. For real. Sugar freak. Hey. And then on Friday at the next, her little sister, some more. Boy. Boy, you saw how he was in the party. He said, nigga, move. I bought them titties. <laughs> boy. That's more fun. Hey. That's a fun ass one. Them joints that uh Pinky brought to the party, bro. The one that looked like uh early day Khalees. Which one? Oh, cinnamon. The one, the one who was doing the. Oh, you so cute. Oh my god. Hey, lollipop was. Oh, nigga. Now, who was the first one? What was the first one's name? Oh no. She was. She was the thickest one. But yeah, when cinnamon came and started shaking. Oh, the main one, Donna. Oh, uh, she, she Money reminds, Mike's girl. She reminds me of, um, she she kind of reminds me of like Fancy from Jamie Foxx a little. Nah, bit. I can't get with uh Donna from Friday at the Next. Why not? She give me she give me autistic vibes. Like looking dead in her eyes, it looked like something ain't right. She's I'm a, sorry, she's not autistic. Asperger's. She give me Asperger vibes. I shouldn't say what autistic. What exactly is Asperger's? Uh, is that is what is what they say Kanye has, 
but that's not. What What is it like? It's just what another. It's just something to say so they can give us medication, which ain't nothing but crack. All the crack that they took from us, th- that they took from everybody that's sitting in the evidence room, they just turned that into Ritalin and all this other medication. That's all it is. All them pills and shit. Yes. Oh, that's another one. Fancy from Jamie Foxx. Oh, yes. Fancy was crazy. Yes, sir. Oh, fancy was tough. Ugh. Fancy, matter of fact, man, let's go there. Let's talk about it. Our favorite uh, t- television and movie crushes from back in the day. Yeah, Fancy from Jamie Foxx was tough. Um, I still like Megan Good. What movie? Or what show? Personally, Biker Boys. Mine would either be... Or Waist Deep. Yeah, mine would either be Waist Deep or That's Deliver or her and Deliver Us from Eva, the baby sister. Oh. Uh, but she's but she still grown, though. She's still grown, though. Chill out. I ain't, doing no, I ain't doing no young girl shit. She's still grown. She was young. You, if you would have said Cousin Skeeter, then it would have been like, all right, nigga. Hell no. Cousin Skeeter, she was hit as, she, she was hit she as had fuck. Braces. She had braces and buck teeth at the same time. She had yeah. a big-ass pimple on her nose. She man, it. No, hell no. She not Cousin Skeeter. Hell no. She was, boy, she, she was going through puberty. She was a teenager. She was going through puberty. That's what she was going through. Cut skater. Nah, man. Uh, what other TV shows? Um, I ain't gonna lie. Lisa Ray and Players Club. Diamond. <sighs> Even her outside of the strip club. She a single mom trying to get her shit together. She in school trying to get her degree. She tough as fuck with it. And she don't take no shit from nobody. But she's so soft and squishy behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't fuck with her little cousin on Ebony. Uh, I, I, I can't give it that. Can't do it. <laughs> you know what? I don't care for her. Uh-huh. Whoever played Ebony. Yes. Uh, I mean... You you want me to tell you why? You you do you want me to tell you why? And see, this is the shit that women be trying to goddamn justify. Fuck all that bullshit, nigga. The way she broke my heart in Best Man. Oh yeah. I get it. I'm not excusing nobody's behavior. Disclaimer. I'm not excusing nobody's behavior. Disclaimer. I'm not excusing nobody's behavior. I get it. In that movie, Lance, um, Morris Chestnut. I get it. Lance was a hoe. He was a hoes hoe. He was a hoes hoes of hoes hoes. I get that. Lance was out here getting it. But shorty, you don't fuck my best man. The movie was called, you don't fuck my nigga, shorty. And not even that. Whoever directed that movie, bro, whoever was in the, the, the director's room editing this movie and said, you know what would make this scene dope? While he's giving his vows, in his mind, he's picturing her getting clapped by his homie in the doggy style position at that. Fam, that hurts. Ladies, I get it. Lance was being a hoe. Lance was wrong. You shouldn't have been cheating on her. She was a good girl. She was a woman of Christ. Nigga, you don't fuck my homie. She fucked the man. Bro, I'm, you saw that scene where he was up there at the goddamn altar giving a scene, and she uh just getting piped by the by the homie, and the homie just standing behind me, just looking like, yeah, I did. This nigga wrote a book saying, hey, I fucked your bitch. Let's talk about. It. Let's talk about. It. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the best man. That's a black classic. Let's talk about the best man. This nigga wrote a book saying, hey, fam, I fucked your bitch. Do something about it. Let's really think about these black classics, people. Let's really talk about it. You know, we're we, we going to talk about this halfway in the next episode. I'm really going to deep dive in it. 
But I got to get this off my chest since I done brought it up. What kind of fuck shit is that? You wrote a book saying, fam, my, y'all know my homie, the star running back in the NFL. The star running back in the NFL currently. Y'all know my homie, my man's my main guy. The nigga that I came up with, with school with. Me and him probably done got hoes. I fucked his bitch. And I'm right. This nigga wrote a book about. I mean, he really didn't give a fuck. Fam! Let's talk about this movie. This nigga wrote a book about fucking his man's bitch. And you want to know why he fucked his man's bitch? Because Nia Long was playing games with the nigga. All Nia Long had to do was give up the ass, but she didn't. Because they're friends. And it just so happens the moment got ruined when the little Stevie Wonder record got held on fucking skip because the CD was scratched and shit. Fam, he fucked his man's lady and wrote a book about it. And for some odd reason, the not even some odd reason, because it is actually a good... But just, just think about this. If I came to you and said, bro, look, I got a movie to where it's this dude, right? He's the best man at his homie's wedding. But he fucked his homie's wife in college. And he wrote a book about it. To tell everybody about it. And we chucked that up as a black classic. Bro, we are so into fucking drama and bullshit. It's not even funny. And then what made it worse, the pretty light-skinned homie knew the whole time. He knew, Terrence Howard knew the whole time. And was just playing. Bro, they always know. And was just playing right along with it. And the nigga with the dreads ain't no shit. He just clueless as hell. Just cool as shit. He's trying to break shit up. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, what's going on? He fucked me and he did what? What? When was this? How? Nigga, we couldn't tell you because we was going to tell everybody. Like, bruh, that's the plot of the movie. He wrote a book about fucking his homie's girl and th- decided to drop the shit on the week of their damn wedding. Bro, who, Tay Diggs is an ain't shit net. Y'all not pointing the right fingers, dog. Y'all pointing the finger at Lance for being a hoe. Even me just now pointing the finger at uh Maya for being a hoe. Or Mia, whatever the fuck her name was in that movie. For being a hoe. But the real finger we need to point is Tay fucking Diggs. <laughs> Nigga, you wrote that goddamn book about fucking your man's lady the week of the fuck. And you dropped it the week of the fucking wedding. What kind of nigga is you? Matter of fact, Tay Diggs ain't shit. In the movie Brown Sugar, he, he fucking played with Sanaya Lathan's feelings throughout the entirety of their fucking life. Sanaya Lathan go out and get Boris Kojo good smelling ass. And now I want to talk about, you know what? I want you now. This ain't shit nigga. This nigga in the movie, uh, uh, what's that movie? The Wood. This nigga is on his wedding day is at his old bitch's crib, drunk as fuck, trying to get some ass. Walk in, this nigga on the couch drunk. Make it last forever. Oh. Man, get the fuck, man. This nigga Tay Diggs ain't shit. Like, god damn, bro. Like, nah, bro, can see that. Like, look, you know what? I'm not gonna do too much deep diving. Um matter of fact, DJ, take over real quick. <laughs> Chase is some real deep shit there. Real, real deep shit. But yeah, we all know Tay Diggs ain't shit. We come to that conclusion. So, with that being said, we're going to wrap this up. 
Cause Jay got to tend to some business, and I got to tend to some business. We appreciate y'all. Y'all follow us on Twitter. Flizzy out of here. That's Jay. Floyd so random. That's me. We love y'all. We appreciate the support. We're going to see y'all next episode. Y'all stay shell.